Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning and welcome to the First Baptist Church here in uh, Coleraine, Massachusetts. So nice to have you with us this morning. We're going to be uh, looking at... Second Corinthians, chapter 11. It's really a testimony of the, the Apostle Paul, or part of it. I'm going to be reading from verse 16 to verse 33. So that's Second Corinthians, chapter 11, reading from verse 16. I repeat, no one take me for a fool. But if you do, then receive me just as you would a fool so that I may do a little boasting. In this self-confident boasting, I'm not talking as the Lord would, but as a fool. Since many are boasting in the way the world does, I too will boast. You gladly put up with fools since you are so wise. In fact, you even put up with anyone who enslaves you or exploits you, or takes advantage of you, or pushes himself toward, or slaps you in the face. To my shame, I admit that we were too weak for that. What anyone else has to boast about, I'm speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast about. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, I've been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in dangers in the country, in dangers at sea and in danger from false brothers. I have labored and toiled and I've often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst, and I've often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily, the daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak? And I do not feel weak. Who is led into sin? I do not inwardly burn. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. 
the God and Father of the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor and the king, Artus, has had the city of the Damascus guarded in order to arrest me. But I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. May God give us understanding of his word this morning. Amen. Amen. Stop opening the word of prayer. Father, again, so thankful to be here. We thank you for the ones that are here. Thank you for the ones that are listening and watching. And may you speak to us through this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you see, the title of this message is Forget About the Past. Those that look at the uh, bulletin, forget about the past. There's a saying that you've probably heard, a little bit corny. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have you heard that before? Yeah. So we're halfway through the first month of a new year. The last year is gone. The past is gone. Looking back, how many days did we say, can we say, that we lived every day as though it was our last day on earth? Living life to its fullest is what the Apostle Paul did when he became a Christian. He had his struggles, we know, we've just read about that. Certainly no man had better excuses than him for being depressed and discouraged because his life became very, very hard having received Jesus Christ as his saviour. And that's oftentimes, that's when our real problems begin. And these sort of things, these things that we've read about that he says and he's penned with his own hand, constantly in trouble, shipwrecked three times, etc., etc. These things constantly seem to happen to him simply because he was preaching the good news, going about doing good, telling people about the kingdom of God so that they could be saved just like he was and make a difference in his life. So he really did suffer. We just read that. We really did suffer. He bore the scars for his service for Christ. Amen. Yet, this man, he still seemed to live life to the fullest. And he could look back on his life as being worthwhile, even though, undoubtedly, he had regrets. He had regrets, like we all do. Amen. If you don't have any regrets, good for you. Let's keep it that way. Most of us, if not all of us, are conscious of the fact we don't always live life to its fullest every day, as though this day is our last on earth. But regardless of the struggles that we have, and we will struggle with one one form or another, we know that we're far better off as believers knowing that we're on the narrow road that leads to eternal life. 
we're not on the broad road anymore that leads to destruction. That's the road that we were on before we became Christians. We're not on that road any longer. Thank God. Amen. Jesus said, talk about this living life to its fullest in John chapter 10, verse 10. He says, I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So are you living the abundant life in Christ every day? Are you? That's why Jesus came, not only to give us life, but to give us an abundant life. The only way you can live abundantly is through receiving Jesus as our Savior. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said again in Philippians 3.13 and 14. Those that take notes. And the, the title, like I said, of this message is Forget About the Past. Right? It's gone. We can't change anything. Neither could Paul. He wish he could. He says, forgetting those things that are behind what does he do? He said, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So he, was, he wasn't looking back. He knew the past was gone. He's forgetting about the past and he's looking ahead to receive the prize that he would receive in heaven. Are you looking forward to a prize that you'll receive in heaven? He says, forget about the past. What's, what's past is past. What's gone is gone. Forget about it. Forget about it. And that's hard to do, isn't it? Sometimes it's hard to do. We can't always erase those, especially those painful memories. Uh, we wish we could. Amen. Occasionally they'll crop up in our mind. And we prefer to erase them completely, but we can't. They're still there. But Paul said, forget about it. <laughs> it's never good to ponder on the negative, those discouraging thoughts that can wear us down, eh, that can lead to uh, depression. We're not to think on those things. Paul says, forget about it. Forget about those things. Let's think about the prize that we're going to get when we get to heaven. The devil wants us to be depressed. He wants to focus on the things that we shouldn't have done, that God wanted us to do. He wants to discourage us. He wants us to focus on how we failed, how we failed God, how we failed others. How even we failed ourselves. We don't live up to our own expectations of how we ought to be. None of us do. None of us do. None of us ever will. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we can't make ourselves perfect and we never will be until we get to heaven. Forget about the past. We need to do what Paul says under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Forget about it. In fact, we are more than conquerors, he said in the book of Romans. We're not just conquerors. We're more than conquerors. Forget about the past. We can't erase everything that we've ever done. But we can learn from our mistakes. Amen. 
and hopefully not repeat those mistakes. Paul didn't let his failures or successes stop him from running the Christian race. We're in a race. And all of us, if you're a believer, will cross the line one day, even though we all fall short. Listen to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are surrounded by so many witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience and the race that is set before us. Unfortunately, many people drop out of the race. But let's not drop out of the race because it's going to be all worthwhile when we cross the finishing line, when we finally graduate, when we leave this world. Don't drop out. Finish the race. We're in the race. Lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets us, which it does. Amen? If you don't have a problem with besetting sins, I'd love to meet you. The race we ran in the past is gone. We're in a new race now. We're in a new year. It's time to run a new race. And any race is not won by looking back. Paul says, forget about the past. We don't look back. If you look back, you can trip up. Many runners have lost the race by looking back taking their eyes off the goal, taking their eyes off the prize. That's what Paul says. I press on towards the goal to win the prize. We need to keep our eyes on the goal, on the prize, to look ahead, forget about the past. Our goal is heaven. And we need to keep our eyes on the prize and follow Jesus, regardless of what other people do in this world. It's our responsibility as individuals. If they don't want to receive the Lord, that's up to them. If they don't want to come to church, that's up to them. If they mock you for coming to church, for being a Christian, that's up to them. It doesn't alter the fact that we are in the race. And we're going to stay in the race until we win that prize. Amen? In order to follow Jesus, and Jesus, when he was picking out his disciples, what did he say to them? Follow me. All right? So they had a choice. We have a choice whether to follow Jesus or not follow Jesus. But in order to follow somebody, you've got to keep your eyes on them, don't you? You've got to keep your eyes on So let's keep our eyes on the Lord. And keep our eyes on the prize and forget about the past. Let's not look back. Not look back. Let's live each day as though it was our last. Amen. Let's live each day in this new year as though it was our last. You know, the older you get, the more conscious that you're closer to the your demise. <laughs> Amen? 
you know, and that's, that's a, not a bad thing to think about. I was talking to somebody and, uh, about death, uh, someone who claims to be a Christian. Only, only the Lord knows. And uh, he said, well, I don't want to talk about those things. I don't want to think about that, my demise, my death. Well, why wouldn't you? You know, most people don't want to talk about the subject. But it's, it's a reality, like Benjamin Franklin says. It's a certainty. Death and taxes, right? Especially in Massachusetts. <laughs> All right. But regardless where you live, you're going to die. But you can have life eternal. That's why Jesus came. I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I'm so thankful. I can't tell you how thankful I am for a wonderful wife, a wonderful church family, the ministry that God has given to me, um, my, my family, my siblings and everything. I'm so grateful. I'm, li I'm living the dream. I'm living the American dream. You know, I, I'm just so blessed. I'm, I, I'm living an abundant life. And I don't deserve it because, yes, you do. You're my child. And he gives us all that we need and more and some. The blessings just keep pouring in every day. Abundant life. Abundant life. Now, suppose we go to a doctor one day. And he says, or she says, or it says, you've only got six months to live. Well, you, do you believe them? Well, they said, we've got all the medical records and you've got this issue. And you've only got six months to live. How would we live our life if we knew we were on that timetable? How would we live our life differently each day? Well, here's the thing. God only gives us today. Amen? We're not promised tomorrow. He only gives us today. Yet we assume, especially when you're young, that we have plenty of tomorrows. There's no guarantee. Amen? We don't have, we're not all like Sarah Lumen that lives 95 years, you know, and keeps going. There's no guarantee. So we need to live for today as though it was our last. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Regardless of what's going on in this world, let's live for today. Each day is a gift from God who loves us and wants us to live each day abundantly. We can. We can. I can testify that we can. But we need to put him first. We need to put him first. And then he'll take care of all the details. You know, let's never say, well, if things were different, then that. Or if things were different, this or that. 
woulda, shoulda, coulda. Let's not say that. Let's live life for today as though it was our last. Stay in the race, not quit, and ask the question each day. God, what do you want me to do? Today. Today. You know, only knowing, and you can testify as much as I can, only knowing Jesus can give us real purpose in life. God created us in our mother's womb. He's the one that founded the church over 2,000 years ago and continues to build it. We are part of it. We are the body of Christ. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. As individuals and part of God's church, we will only find peace and purpose if we serve the Lord and do his will and obey his word. That's the only way we'll find peace in this world as a believer is to obey his word and do his will. So let's remember, forget about the past, don't look back. Enjoy each day though it was our last. And number three, let's not worry about the future. Let's not worry about the future. Worrying never changed anything. Let's do what Jesus said, Matthew 6, 34. He said, don't worry or do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will take care of itself. It has enough problems of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. It has enough problems of its own. So instead of worrying about tomorrow, we need to trust God when tomorrow comes. Amen? You know, if you've ever been a student and you need to study for a test, you know if you don't, you're going to fail that test. I remember when I was at Bible school, and we had a substitute teacher, and all these students were scared of him. He thought, they thought the, you know, his teaching and uh, his approach were very difficult, and there was a test he was going to make them all take, including me. And they just refused to take notes because they believed they were going to fail that test because this guy, he was like a hard taskmaster. So I wanted to pass the test, so I took good notes. They didn't even bother taking notes. What happened? I passed the test and they didn't. So you've got to prepare. And life is a test. But we're not to worry about tomorrow. There's some things that we can do today that would help us to fulfill what God wants us to do tomorrow in our lives and our church family. You have to do some planning, but we're not to worry about tomorrow. In order for our church to grow, we need to give up our time. And our time is in God's hands, amen? 
So it's not really our time. We need to give our effort, and many of you do. Our faithfulness. You're here in church this morning. That's being faithful. That's doing what the word of God says. We need to give of our money, but it's not our money. It's his money. Amen? Our finances. Everything we've got comes from God. Even our breath and our prayers. Not just today, but every day. See what God will do in the future. Pastor's gone. We've got a wonderful future ahead of us. But we need to be involved. And you do what you can to make this church what it is. The Lord has brought us a long way for the last few years, only to take us further ahead. How much further? Only he knows. That only, not only depends on his grace, but also on us. It's Christians that will determine the church's future by our faithful service to God and to others. The same God hasn't changed. God doesn't change. He's seen us through and blessed us in the past. He's the same God who's paving the way for better things to come in this new year. I believe that. Words of an old song says, Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know he holds my hand. So we don't have to worry about the future. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow may not come. Let's keep on trusting God for today. And tomorrow will take care of itself, or rather he'll take care of it. Knowing that all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. This, when we put things in the master's hands, he works out all the details. So let's do that. So hopefully today, we've learned a simple formula to enjoy the abundant life that Jesus promised, to get the most out of life in this new year. Let's not look back. Let's live each day as though it was our last, and let's not worry about tomorrow. Amen? And also, let's not forget, and we're going to be looking back at Jesus' death on the cross when we take the Lord's Supper together. The price that it cost Jesus to enable us to be part of his church, not only just to remember Jesus, but also those martyrs that gave their life in order to spread the good news that we appropriated because of their suffering and their efforts to, to spread the good news around the world. Like the Apostle Paul, because of his love for Jesus, he had many struggles, 
but he was willing to suffer. He didn't complain because he knew everything was worthwhile. He knew he was only going to be on this earth for a brief time, but he, knew he was looking ahead to receive the prize and spend eternity in heaven. He would receive the reward that he'd earned. He didn't earn his salvation, nobody does, but he earned his reward. And so will we, if we're faithful to God. If we put him first, faithful to do what God wants us to do with the help of the Holy Spirit. Because without him, we can do nothing, Jesus says. We can do nothing. Let's remember, God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll always take care of us. He'll always provide for our needs. And he'll give us the power to live each day and every day for him and do what's right. So I hope these words have been an encouragement to you, each one of us, to keep on running the Christian race and see what the Lord will do in this coming, in this new year. Amen? All right, let's close in a word of prayer. Again, Father, thank you for each one that's here, that listened attentively, and I hope and pray that we'll take this to heart and apply this simple formula to not look back, to forget about the past. It's gone. Can't change a thing. Wish we could, but we can't. Forget about the past. Let's live each day as though it was our last. And let's not worry about tomorrow because it has enough problems of its own. Let's focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and follow him. Obey his word. And if we do that, then we'll live an abundant life, regardless of the pain and the suffering and the conflicts and the troubles of this world that we have no control over. I do like to address those of you that are watching, listening, that you've never become a believer in Christ. I hope and pray that you do. It's really simple. Just believe in your heart that Jesus loves you. God really loves you. And he sent Jesus to die on a cross and to shed his blood so you can be forgiven of your sins. And if you believe in your heart that he is Lord and that he died on the cross, he was buried and he rose again from the dead to give you eternal life, then you can call upon his name and ask him to save you. And uh, he will, if that prayer is genuine and open prayer that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you all and uh, Happy New Year again. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts.
If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.